<laughs> Episode two of Slightly Toasted, a wine podcast where four guys are in a basement talking about wine. Serious, not so serious. Maybe impart some uh, some humor and some knowledge along the way. Uh, my name is Chris. I'm Mike. I'm Keith. I'm David. And we are coming to you from a basement in the lovely state of Georgia. And uh, hopefully here to kind of surpass what we did in the first episode. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to the first episode, I have to say, um, to our surprise, maybe to a lot of other people's surprise, it turned out pretty well. It, uh, it, there was a lot of information in it. If you hadn't had a chance to listen to it, we certainly uh, we encourage you to do so. Um, we Basically, the, the gist of the show is to talk about a bottle of wine that uh, got you started, what really um, kicked it off for you. And we had four amazing bottles uh, in the first episode. We tasted a lot of all of them and they were <laughs> really really good um and we actually um kind of thinking back on it the end of that podcast is a great segue into the show we're going to talk about today um so mike you want to tell everybody what our topic of the day is for today sure i allowed to name it like cheesily like, like you may name it however you like it's the, the zinful edition of slightly toasted so I we're like going to talk about um california zinfandel and not the the white zinfandel or the rosé zinfandel but the real the real stuff the, the red zin um what happened to the original zin sure oh that is better see i couldn't remember we're gonna scratch that title it's the original zin there we go there you go i like it or maybe we save it that's for the, the, elite. the original zin there yeah, you go there you go that's a great call changing things on the fly very good Thank, thank goodness for the editing software that Chris was talking about before we got on the air. So That's right. Yeah, we can we can edit in like a, a voice. The original Zen, we like it. Episode two, so we've doubled our episodes. We've doubled our episodes, and I'm curious, you know, it's a hundred percent increase. It is. It is very good. And I'd be curious to know. I think we talked about this before, but I'd be curious to know how many people like us have all these great ideas and ambitions mm-hmm. and record one podcast and never make it to the second podcast. I bet it's a pretty high percentage. It, it is. I tried to look for that number today because I remember we were talking about it last time. Mm-hmm. Race. I couldn't find the number, but I did see there are 550,000 podcasts Holy crap. Uh, that have at least one episode. So, I don't know. So, we so the maybe, maybe there's like 515 that have two episodes. So we'll keep getting into We will just keep beating the odds. <laughs> we have a great topic. It's just yeah. all about drinking wine. And yeah, alcohol, that's right. So that, that'll keep us coming back. <laughs> it's kind of sad that we can't get the forest together to drink wine more often than that's right. We do it up. individually. We need to do it together. <laughs> more often. The, force, yeah. the piercing force of it's hard to get us all together, but when it happens, look out. You have to, we should do a post recording one day. We should. Yeah, we probably have to edit the whole thing though. Likely. It's probably like for 30 seconds. Very hours, likely. So. Then we move on. So, uh, so Zinfandel, yes. um, I think it's a wine that we've all loved for a long time. I know I have. Mm-hmm. We talked about it in the mm-hmm. first episode. It, in, in a lot of ways, that was one of the bottles. I think, Dave, you were talking about it. One of the bottles that really got us kick-started and was just unbelievable and, and really opened up, I think, our eyes and our palates, if you will, to a number of different areas. Um, so do you, do you have some some knowledge to drop about Zinfandel because obviously we're, sure. you know, we, we, uh, you know, I think most people think red wine, they're thinking about cabs, um, maybe Pinots, Zinfandels may not be as widely known or maybe underappreciated, whatever word you want to use, but, um, talk about Zinfandel for a little bit. Sure. You can start. Well, yeah. So Zin, Zin's grown in popularity over the last probably decade or so. I think especially as Cabernet has has gone up in price, um, Zin is a, a pretty pretty bold red wine. Um, it comes in all, all shapes and sizes, though you can have a softer Zin depending where it's grown. In cooler climates, Zin is a little softer. In, in the warmer climate, um, <clears throat> hotter climate, like up in Dry Creek area, it can be a little, a little uh, spicier and a little more bold. Um, so there are ranges of it. Um, as far as, you know, Zin has always been kind of like um, like an American original, but in reality, and we were talking about this beforehand, it came over from Croatia, actually. It was just recently traced back to, to Croatia in 2001. They did some sort of, I don't know, maybe like a 23andMe or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> they did <laughs> they a great grape swap or something. Yeah, you know, people found their <laughs> long-lost grapes. I don't know what happened, but they found out it was in Croatia, and, and it came over to the States um, in, in the 1800s. And uh, it came through into Long Island, into Boston, and then when the gold rush came, went out to California, 
and uh, the fertile climate of California, the, the warm weather, the fertile ground in the warm weather of California, mm-hmm. it thrived and then, yep. you know, prohibition happened and it got pulled out, not because of prohibition though, but because, well, partially because of prohibition, but partially because it rots quicker than other grapes and you were allowed to make house wine or church wine. So they would plant sturdier wines with sturdier skin so they could ship it cross country to churches and, and um, places like that where you're allowed to drink wine. So a lot of grapes were pulled out and that's where you get some of the old vine stories, right? Um, yeah, some of them are still in place that are uh, over 100 years old mm-hmm. and, and still producing. And then, of course, one of the biggest things that happened is in to essentially that ultimately was a detriment to the Zins we're drinking was Sutter Home in 1972 mm-hmm. came up with white Zinfandel, <laughs> which uh, became wildly popular because it was essentially a, the gateway from Kool-Aid into wine. Uh, they the took the wine. Yes. Super sweet. <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's the original Zen. No, the that's the secondary joke. Zen. That, that's, the originals are red, and then white Zen. And to this day, white Zen production is actually greater than uh, red. But yeah, it, the the market of really non wine drinkers really kind of flocked to this uh, hearty grape that had a high sugar content that they would pull off the skin, or they would they would bring the juice off the skins very quickly. Uh, either fermentation stuck or it had so much residual sugar they just couldn't get rid of it. And so you got, as we're saying, the cloying, sickly sweet white wine that the kids just loved. It was Boone's Farm type uh, product. Wow. And uh, for the longest time, people associated Zin then with white Zin. And I think there's you know misconception or expectation that anytime you pop that bottle open, you were going to be drinking a sweet wine. And I know me personally, when someone said I like Zen, that was one of the first things I mm-hmm. had to, you know, the, in learning, like, there's more than this. Yeah. And then realize what we're missing out on or, you know, how much they're destroying what could be a really tasty mm-hmm. wine. No, that's a good point. Because when you think about red wine, if you just start get, getting into it, you're, I think Zinfandel is not something that pops into your head. And it certainly didn't for me until somebody brought one we tried one and yeah. it was just amazing yeah. and and i think uh i think I'm, I'm glad that happened because we've had so many amazing zinfandels since and um and yeah they're, they're just unbelievable mm-hmm. I, I saw the number for white zin and zin grapes 85 percent of zin grapes go into white zin mm-hmm. yeah. That, yeah. I, don't, I don't know maybe. if i believe that number though that's just way too it may be coming down that's way too bit. high I don't see when you go into a bottle shop. I don't see white Zinfandels exactly. really lining the the shelves to be bought, right? Unless I'm not. I don't really. Obviously, you look may in the not right be places. in it. I mean, are, are you standing in the frenzy of box section? <laughs> Is that where it goes? Probably. <laughs> well, there you have it. <laughs> a plug for a brand there, but maybe. We... <laughs> uh, but do you see it in restaurants or anything no, like that? No, I've never, never seen white Zinfandel in my life. So, but really? but when I was doing you know doing some research for the show today, the episode, you know like Keith said, it, it's like still I think three or four times the number of amount of Zin that's that people drink is white Zin. It was mind blowing mm-hmm. me. Like why would you? I've never even seen it though. Like you're saying, I mean. Well, there's a market for it, right? There's yeah, definitely. you know obviously if they keep making it. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, and, demand, and most of so. the land area in California. Um, which grows a great deal of Zinfandel grapes is used for for white Zin for yeah. jug wine. Exactly what they say, right? It's not Central Valley. Kind of a, yeah, Central right. Valley. Exactly. Um, what was the guy? Who's the Sutter Home dude? Begins with a T. Trichard. Yes, Trichard. Trichard Vineyard. They have um, a winery now, but Trichard was somehow affiliated with Sutter Home back in the day. I don't know what happened. Did he like sell it out to like Constellation or something? And then he opened a little smaller. Well, he was the one that he was the one that came up with the white. Yeah, band. yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But he, they have. Cause I looked them up today because it sounds so familiar, and I feel like we've had wines from Chouchard, either the winery or the vin or a vineyard. And when I saw them, like, oh wow, what? Like, how did he go from Sutter Home to just some like estate family winery type place? I didn't see this like the backstory there. But it seemed interesting. Um, Probably sold and then. 
sold so out, pocketed his uh, 50, 60 million, decided to go <laughs> yeah, make, make something wine. else. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <Gave> himself <laughs> good. Go make good wine instead of jug wine. Not put his wine in cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Have fun making <laughs> it. Have fun making Have fun making good wine, that's yeah. right. Lower volume. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing about Zen that's great is usually they're price performers. You can usually buy yep. a really spectacular bottle of Zen, you know. I mean, if you really, if you're, you know, in the $20 and under price range for wine and you want high quality, you know, crowd pleasing wines, yep. those are usually the way to go. That's a, that's a great uh, point. So, so high level, not the particular wine we're drinking now or about to drink. So high level, when you think about Zinfandel, mm-hmm. I mean, what are some of the flavor characteristics that pop into your mind? Yeah. Spicy. <clears throat> spicy. Mm-hmm. spicy, definitely. Um, they are higher in alcohol or you can... You can make them higher in alcohol. Typically, they are. Yeah, they t- they typically are, and and if you go to California, they are cranking, cranking the yeah. uh, alcohol. So what would be high? Like fourteen point five, fifteen point nine. Yeah, fifteen point five. Okay. 15. I mean, I'm curious. Is that what gives it its pepper, its spice, because of the cranked heat, up alcohol, that, or that heat when you you're drinking the wine, you kind of breathe in right after you take that sip and you feel that Mm -hmm. alcohol in your mouth that's like that heat right um i think the spice for me comes on kind of the mid to back palate when it when you're drinking it yeah um but but it just depends on what area you're getting it from right i mean what do you what do you guys think um agree with the spice sometimes you also and i think that we'll get to it later uh our first sample tonight there's a bit of smokiness on the nose in some of them um sometimes as we were talking about like the the cooler climbs uh, you can get a bit of uh, more of a allspice or baking spices approach to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, a lot of that's regional and such, but um, the smokiness, the spiciness, and like you said, yeah, they're usually, you can find Zins all the way up to 16% where they're getting as much alcohol. Smacking as you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah the fruit <laughs> is, more, is more in your face with Zin, which is why it's yeah. probably becoming more popular yeah. mm-hmm. with people because you can actually taste taste the fruit no matter how jammy it yeah, may right. be. Or, yeah. There are often a lot of um, bold flavors mm-hmm. in, in a bottle of Zen. I know for for us at home, you know, we as you guys know, we like a wine called the Predator, which is a Lodi Zinfandel. And if you're the type who loves silky smooth, very soft type of wines, you would die if you taste the predator because <laughs> that is a wine that yeah, I love it. It just it's smoky. It's packed with pepper and 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 flavor like David was talking about from from the fruit it's forward. I mean, it yeah. smacks you in the mouth when when you drink it, and it's great for one of those wines if you're having a, a you know a big dinner with it, maybe pasta or or pork chops. You wouldn't have a steak because it would just be pepper on pepper, yeah. um, be maybe a little bit more too much. But that's what I think about when I think about Zinfandel is is really not necessarily your super smooth type of wines, but more along the lines of something that has a lot of complex flavors to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I that's what I I love. I gravitate to, and that's that's why I think um, I'm glad you picked Zinfandel as our. Uh, <laughs> Our, our title for this uh, for episode number two so the original zen that's right exactly the original zen so um our first wine that we're trying tonight uh david you brought tell us a little bit about uh what it is we're, we're drinking all right this is a lodi wine called bone shaker which none of us have, have ever had Mm-mm. i don't believe um it's 2015 uh it i, I looked up the the mix it's Eighty-three percent Zen, fifteen percent Petit Syrah. Uh, yes, and then whatever's left, five percent. Did you know that because you looked, or is that typically what they're usually with? Usually, Zen is blended with some Petit Syrah. Okay. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> so, I'm just curious. So Increase okay. the the color, or I, I honestly I don't know what the uh, rhyme or reason is to mm-hmm. it. But I just kind of saw that flopping around today. I was like, that's interesting. And yeah. then I started thinking about him, like and looking at some stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, these are obviously interesting. Yeah, it's common, a common blender. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what else is in there. Um, but they, but I've looked at some um, blends in the past, and they definitely there's been some Merlot. Mm. So interesting. They definitely. The winery, which is what I also learned, uh, is Han Winery, okay. which, uh, which is in um, Monterey. Mm-hmm. Um, so, obviously, they source these from Lodi. Um, 
Lodi's, I doing a little research on Lodi. It's I didn't realize it's twice as big as Napa. <laughs> I, I had no idea. In in what? As far as, as planted acreage. Acreage. Wow. Yeah. Mm, wow. And that's and Central that, Coast Lodi, right? Central Coast. That's right. And it, and it's primarily flat, as opposed oh, that's to. That's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it is interesting. And um, a lot of old vine in Lodi, so that's where um, you know, the vines are at least 50 years old, at least. They go back to 1888 is mm-hmm. when they wow. said that they were planted there. Yeah. They were actually, um, I saw it was one of the few places where uh, during Prohibition they didn't have to, they didn't have to rip up their vines in, in Lodi, so... Um, or they didn't. Maybe uh, maybe that's the case. But, <laughs> but anyway, they're making air quote church wines. That's right. right. So, <laughs> so they have, so they have uh, old vine, which you know you see it everywhere. And so, what is old vine? There's really no there's no rules uh, or regulations as far any, as long as it's been in the ground 20 years they can call it old vine if oh they really want. yeah which yeah. is is gonna have to change kind of you deceitful would, you would think means you can plant a vine like 1998 it's old vine i mean yeah because mm-hmm. they don't have you know, you know typically you see it with zin or um you can see it in grenache hmm. uh, i was gonna say i, I mean zinfandel is the only wine i've seen associated with old yeah, vine. right yeah. i agree yeah i don't think you see on a bottle I don't think you'll see old I mean, yeah, it's, it's, Grenache, but yeah. it's not necessarily a designation so much as a marketing term yeah. because Zen came into California what in the 1830s or such, mm-hmm. and so you still have some of these plantings where you have at least acreage that was devoted to Zen and and maybe devoted for that length of time, and so someone said we'll call it old vine that took off. And since it really came from the marketing wing as opposed to anything in viticulture, there's no real standards about it. So, mm. well, there you go. And I bet it changes. Um, mm. So, so this is a Lodi. Um, so, what are your impressions of it? I actually, I really like it. Um, to me, yeah. it's a, it's a, uh, the Predator is a, it was a great call. Um, this is not as smoky as a Predator. No, no, um, not close. Yeah. It's a much smoother version of the mm-hmm. Predator, and I, I definitely get a lot of oak and vanilla on this, yeah. and um, blue, some blue fruit, and it is, it's really good. It's much better than I anticipated it would be. Now, did you pick this up recently, like at a local shop? I did. I got it at a big box store mm-hmm. about a month ago. Okay. What I thought we were going to record last. Who's <laughs> <laughs> been aging all month? It's right. Right there, yeah. <laughs> Got a little extra age time. Yeah. Well, that's what's good about Zins, though. Is is I don't feel like like you don't keep a Zin around for a while. You know, no, it's a twenty fifteen Zin. You're drinking yeah. a twenty fifteen Zin. It's not like a Cab or a Bordeaux. Yeah, it doesn't or, have tannins or really Yeah, you can settle so, it yeah. off or whatever. I mean, you can just pop it, and it's very it's very good. I like it. Well, I love you. I love the color. I mean, super dark color. Oh, yeah, I, I yeah. love that I mean, in a wine. I think that's super cool. Um, tastes the same thing you do. I'm, I'm, it definitely get a lot of the the fruit on the front, but I, I get I get some of that pepper like you were talking about on on yeah, the totally. back end too. Totally. Um, definitely getting a little bit of that. Fifteen mm-hmm. percent. There's a little bit of. There's definitely a little bit of heat. A little bit. But uh, but it's not bad. It, wine enthusiast yeah. ni- ninety points. If that means anything to you. Um, so it's not, it has won some awards, that, uh, and I've, saw, I've seen a bunch of them mm-hmm. different, every year because of the different blends. Um, it, so, so it's but, interesting you mentioned Petite Syrah, is that what you mentioned, uh, yeah, about being usually, a, part, yeah. part of, uh, a part of the blend? It's now, you obviously it makes no mention of that on the label. Is right. it, you know, because you, you see wines that say mm-hmm. Cab, Cabernet Sauvignon, mm-hmm. but is it pretty well known that most cabs are not 100% cabs? I mean, usually, because they, and, there, and there's some sort of California raw... rules, it has to be 75%. Yeah, yeah so if it's true. like 76% cab, they can say Cab Sauvignon, yeah, yeah, but it could be a... Cab Franc and yeah. all co- kinds of other right. combinations, and right? And often is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Unless, yeah. And, and I've noticed on recent wines that I've seen, a lot of wineries will specifically state 
a hundred percent cat, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's kind of their marketing push to, to make sure that they get that across. Or again, the, the flip side is on uh, some of the higher ends where they're doing the blending, they'll call it a Bordeaux blend, yeah, Bordeaux blend. Mm-hmm. which kind of, again, it's typically Cab, Merlot with a bit of Cab Franc, can have uh, some Petit Syrah, usually the... Uh, is that to save money? Because... It's, what, no, what, they're what trying the to get a flavor profile. And it may be to get certain color in it and mm-hmm. just round out... I know uh, Cab Franc is usually brought in if it's there for like a hit in the mid palate, mm-hmm. which is typically mm-hmm. what it it's about. It, Cab Franc can go to where it is not much more than mid palate, so that's why it is a great blending partner mm-hmm. and helps uh, smooth out and kind of provide a really in depth flavor profile across the the entire sip. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean... So you mentioned. Being a little bit higher in alcohol, and I can kind of taste that. So if you taste that, if and it, and it kind of hits you a little bit strong, would decanting it, would letting it open for a little bit, would that change that flavor profile I don't know if at all? It would, no, would not really. This. No. Um, I just think it. You pair. You know, we're not eating any food right now, but I think if you had, if you had a big cheeseburger with this. It, I was gonna, yeah. yeah. I was yeah. going to say barbecue. Or, yeah. 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 Zinfandel's a big... Yeah, great with like, barbecue. Boom, it's mm-hmm. so good. Like some of the... Some of the ribs. Some of the Chris ribs. Mm-hmm. Chris, is, Chris is a smoke master. Make some kicking ribs. We'll be promoting that throughout Should our probably episode. clarify what kind of smoke master, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he smokes ribs on his Weber smoker. We're in Georgia, we're yeah. in California. Um, but yeah, that's <laughs> But no, Zen, Zen and barbecue are like go hand in hand. But a good bur- like a burger, that's like a great call. Saying, yeah, like a bacon yeah. cheeseburger, bacon something cheese, like yeah. that would be with delicious. some French fries and yeah, that would be yeah, you sure. would you would notice a bit of totally alcohol. You're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this doesn't even. I mean, Predator to me. See, I I don't love Predator like you guys right. do. To me, it's like a smoke bomb. It's just right. too yeah. over the top for mm-hmm. my palate. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I know. Um, you know, there are people who love that flavor profile yeah. and stuff. And this, to me, I don't really get much smoke out of this, like, at and all. And you mentioned it, or somebody mentioned about the, the, the price performers for Zinfandel. I mean, a bottle of Predator, yeah. it depends on where you get I mean, I've seen it anywhere from 12 bucks to 18 bucks, yeah. But yeah. that's that range of under $20. Yeah. And if it's, you know, if that's the great thing I love about wines is that you can find mm-hmm. something that you love, totally. that you know it's yes. going to... And, and that's a consistent wine. Mm-hmm. You know, even we've had it over the years, and it's been wow, really heavy on the smoke, and next year it'll be a little bit lighter for whatever reason. So it, it's interesting to taste the differences over, you know, from one year to, mm-hmm. to the next. But consistently, that is a wine that you know, for the most part, how it's going to taste. And so if you like mm-hmm. it, and, you, and there's a price point yeah. that you can accept and, and consume, then it's like, boom, it's, yeah. it's automatic. Totally. I paid 22 for this. Yeah, just which like is, that. No, which it's is a good, good bottle. Yeah, it's I'm, a good bottle, for sure. I definitely... Would you get it again? I think I would. Yeah, I think I, I definitely would. Yeah. I mean, cool. first thing, I, I'm impressed with the amount of research you did on your, your bottle of wine. Because when we get to mine, we're just going to taste it. That's good. I can tell you, tell you the name of it, and, and pretty much uh, that's about it. No, that's good. good. It's, no, no, it's no. wine. It's in a bottle. Yeah, that's yeah. right. You know what? Wine wine can be complicated, but can also be simple. That's and it. all that matters is that you drink it. How I try to make it. Enjoy it. Exactly. Is uh, Predator Lodi? It, it is. is Lodi, right? It is Lodi, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, don't they have like a sister? I always get, they get they do. I don't know, but they also produce a cab, okay. um, which is is good. It's not as good, in my opinion, as as okay. the Zen. Predator and Cab, right? Yeah, same name. Mm-hmm. But it's not really to Ravenswood. What's the um, Rutherford Ranch? No, Rutherford Ranch. What's Ravenswood or um, yeah, Ravenwood in, in Ravenswood is in Snow, Sonoma. Right? Okay. Yeah, but Predator is part of Rutherford Ranch. Oh, for real? Yeah. I'm about the same. See, it's funny. I like the Rutherford Ranch cab. It's kind of like to me, that's like a the best price performing Napa cab. I'm about ninety like percent sure on that. I'll have really? to I'll fact check yeah. that. But I'm pretty fact sure check. we need to get the fact check going from last episode. Do you remember all the he facts that we got right now? He did fact check everything. Yeah, we, we were pretty, quick pretty on it, right? Yeah, the real quick fact checks were were your uh, what, what were we. Oh, I'm gonna have to go. You have to remind me about what your stat was um, for Napa. Sixty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Napa producing only like five percent of the the wines from California. 
something like that. 4%. Yeah, it was 3 or 4%. Right. I was off by a percentage okay. point. Yeah, and, we did get some pronunciations wrong. <laughs> that is correct. Not, not, not Gigandas, but Gigandas. Gigandas. But hey. Gigandas is more fun to say. It, it is. It's much more fun. Much and more and fun then I realized that we were saying Paso wrong. Not Paso Robles. Robles. It is Robles. Yeah. Paso Robles. Robles. Yeah. Cool. Robles. You can't go Paso and then Robles. It's actually it's like not completely incorrect. Inconsistent. It's not incorrect to say Robles, but if you're from Paso, they say it. Robles. I guess it's like saying Louisville. Exactly. No one says Louisville. It's Louisville. Yeah, but you're saying the first part of it, Paso, like with, you know, kind of Paso Robles. Yeah, exactly. That's how you should say that. Paso Robles. If you're going to say Robles, you're going to say Paso. I, or you're going to say Paso Robles. Paso Robles. Exactly right. Yeah, you got to put that the spin on exactly it. That is exactly right. Got to put some flair to it. it. So final verdict I, on, on I, the last I, one. It's I, a the bone shaker. I will say, in, in, I agree, not nearly as much as the Predator, but I do get a hint of smokiness on the nose. I get some smoke for sure. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely... Uh, Vanilla, the the oakiness on it, um, really solid. Uh, obviously, uh, it's a large batch performer, and, and mm-hmm. like said it's going to be hitting these notes, and, and you know, mm-hmm. I expect five years we could open a bottle and it's going to taste almost exactly the same, which is great. So, oh, and the great thing too, quantity. it's like you said, it's crowd pleaser. You know, everybody likes it, and it's readily available if you got it locally, right? Um, so, yeah. so that's that's what I love about wines. You know, if you can find something that is sold locally. Then your gold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the go back to your wheelhouse. A crowd pleaser, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think most of the people that we know would enjoy it. Yeah, I totally agree. Good stuff. Good call. All right. All right. Wine number one down and uh, down and down. Down and down. Yeah. Exactly. It moves us into on oh, episode two, wine number two. Oh wow! Well, here, let's see some glasses. See, I was good. I got it back on the here. Not on your thing there. Yeah. Heaven forbid that the uh, Ottoman <laughs> with the... Circa... Yeah. It's actually about a, a 2000 Ottoman, but it is it has seen somewhere. It has had kids and If it and could tell pets. some stories. But I saved it, though. I saved I it with the truck. I saved right. it. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> By another name. Mm. So what are we drinking here? We are drinking. So on the last episode, we gave a lot of love to Elise. Well uh, David brought Absolutely. a uh, a 2012 Elise Morisoli. Was it Morisoli? It was. Um, Cabernet, and and we talked about how Elise really was a Kickstarter for a lot of us on our wine journey, which was the topic of the last uh, episode. Mm-hmm. And then we went on a little tangent from the tab to the Zin and that's really how I associate personally Elise is the Zins because I think that was my first Elise was um, one of you all it was probably I think you Chris that broke open the, the Elise that I yep. had for the first time I think it might have been that night we were talking about it may have been I, I, just, I don't remember <clears throat> that um, when it was but I know it was awesome <laughs> and I think it was I think it actually was a more solely Zin that that I had for the first time. When you say Morisoli, it's a vineyard, the Morisoli Vineyard. It's a, one of those like cold vineyards in Napa, like the you know, one of the ten. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's something that a lot of people don't know or get or get confused about because they think about Elise or you know Bone Shake or whatever, mm-hmm. and they they think about the the vineyard or, or the winery. The yeah. winery, they think, oh, I get the winery. They grow the. The, the grapes right there, we mm-hmm. just pull them in and blah, 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 but that's not necessarily the case, nope. right? So mm-hmm. you mentioned it's more solely. So Elise, do they grow their own grapes or do they outsource uh, them? What's, what, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Elise's story, I think, and you all, I mean, David, you may know better than I because you, you're the, the wine club member there. I, I believe they have plots, with more solely in particular, yes. they, they um, lease blocks of their, of the more solely vineyards. So they get like block... 10 through 15, I don't know, I'm making that up, but they get whatever, and that's mm-hmm. the lease block to pull their cab grapes off of, and then they get that block where the Zin grapes come from. And so now what I don't know is, I don't know if more solely makes them use their farmers to actually farm and pull the grapes, and then the lease winemaker goes there and tells them when to harvest and stuff. I think the winemaker's in charge of when they're harvesting the grapes and stuff from there. Gotcha. Um, 
But um, it just depends on where you are. You have all the Bextoffer <laughs> vineyards where that's like, you know, they use those grapes. It has to be a $150 or $175 bottle mm -hmm. of wine to pull their grapes off. So you have all those vineyards. And those are owned by Andrew Bextoffer, who he's adopting. Call me, <laughs> uh, but but he's uh, you know, so right. but an he, apprentice. Yeah, yeah. anything you know, we'll just, just send, send some wine, that'd be yeah. great too. But he leases out his um, his land, he's a little more strict with it. But then you have others who actually own own their vineyards, and I think, um, like a place, um, like we visited O'Brien, they actually have their own vineyards on their property that they'll source their grapes from. So that's a state grown wine exactly. right is if it's a state grown and it's grown on the winery mm -hmm. they're pulling their grapes they're bottling it um you know so the particular release we're drinking here now is a dry creek valley um which is in sonoma it's up near healdsburg i don't know on this bottle they may tell me after a quick run through i don't know where they're pulling the grapes from specifically in dry creek um it doesn't say but that's generally you know my understanding how it works there may be some fact checking there. I may be wrong yeah. on some of it. But yeah, that makes sense. No, I, I think mean, that's pretty. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, but this is so Dry Creek is up. It's up in Sonoma. If you think about, I don't know if you're familiar with with California, you go kind of north from what's Napa, going towards Calistoga Pass, you get to a place called Healdsburg, and um, Healdsburg is in Sonoma County, and from there you can get to Russian River Valley. We talked a little bit about this last time, I think, you know, where you get good Pinot and I think there's sure. some Shards, yep. right? Um, and then you have uh, Dry Creek, which makes great Zin, which we're drinking now. And they also, I don't know what white they grow there. Maybe some cat, I know they grow, grow some Sauv Blanc up there somewhere. And then you have um, Alexander Valley, where they make yes. good caps, and they also make Shards there too. Um, so it kind of all comes off from it. So Dry Creek, Typically, the Zin that they make there, it's, it's a little warmer climate than um, a little warmer climate than maybe down in some other parts, especially in Sonoma when um, Chris breaks out his bottle. I'd venture to say that he's in a, a cooler climate, so I'm expecting his bottle to be a little more um, a little mellower, a little softer. Yeah. This mm. is soft too, though. This has a lot of vanilla to me, very fruity. Um, it's, I think, delicious. It's a, it's a really nice bottle. Um, not something you find at your box store. No. This is something that's winery direct, or I, I don't even think you can get this on Last Bottle because Last Bottle only drops certain um, of Elise's labels, right? That's what they said, but <laughs> that's what they said. There was Merlot on the last. Yeah, yeah but that, yeah, you're right, and that's you know that's funny because she so. made it sound like the Merlot you can't get anywhere. When I saw it on Last Bottle, yeah. Yeah. But I've never seen Dry Creek on Last Bottle, though, for example. Um, and this one I got, you know, through you, David, um, when you got some deal last time. We all, or I think we all got three bottles from Elise. I think all of you all got the Morisoli. Yeah. The Morisolis, and I got one Dry Creek, one Morisoli, and one Corte Ranch, which I was thinking of bringing the Corte Ranch yeah. tonight. And I just didn't, but whatever. <laughs> um so, but I think, what do you guys think about this? I mean, have you have you all had the Dry Creek Elise before? Not, no. You have not? I have. I'm sure you have. Have you? I think I've only had the Morisoli. Okay. I think it's really good. I, 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 I really enjoy it, yeah. It's not, in my opinion, it's different than the Bone Shaker, totally right? Totally different. It's, it's not um, a little smoky. It's not Smoke a little... Smoke is not there. It's, so not, no. it's, it's not... I don't really catch much pepper or spice, really, at all. Might Maybe be just me, nose, but, but, but not much at all. See, I do get a little. But by your on vanilla, the description is, is spot on. Yeah, there's there's definitely more vanilla in here. There's more oak on this than. Um, in fact, I wonder if it says. Sometimes they'll tell you how much oak they they pop on it, but no, they don't say here. Um, they don't. But what they say here is the grapes are harvested peak ripeness. Da da da. And they don't really say much. They kind of just. Marketing. They kind of just you know use a lot of adverbs and whatnot. But um, but it's really good. I like it a lot. It's got dark, dark fruit, vanilla. I do get a little bit of spice on it. A um, little, little bit more um, tanniny than the last one. I feel like, like slightly it's more a bit dry on it. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's uh, delicious. Yeah. More depth to the flavor too. I, I totally. Yeah, this this seems is a little more uh, complex. Yeah, and a little more refined. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm. And though this is 2013. So yours, David, was a 2015. 
So that could also um, account for being a little softer, right? A little more in the bottle, had a chance to chill a little bit. Um, but I think it's, it's very good. This was only opened, I opened it, um, I had forgotten to open it actually. I meant to open it at seven and leave it out. <laughs> and then it was like about 7.55, like, oh crap, I forgot <laughs> to open the wine. So I popped it, so it really only has been sitting here now for maybe 45 minutes, right? So I popped it, it's only a little five minutes. 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, yeah. so it's, um, yeah, I think it's, it's really good. I, I, I do too. I mean, um, <clears throat> as usual, Elise comes through with a, an amazing bottle of wine. Now, is this something you mentioned, David, was part of the Elise Wine Club? Um, can you get this at a local store? I mean, if you're in a big, like, metropolitan area like we are near Atlanta, Georgia, I mean, can you get this at, at a place like this? Or is this more along the lines of a wine club type shipment that you have to subscribe I to? I haven't seen it in small, a few small wine shops yeah. around mm-hmm. that I've been to. You can get Elise. I've seen it. Um, I work near Marietta, Georgia, and there's a really cool boutique wine shop there. And I've seen um, the More Soli Cab there before, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the only bottle of Elise I've ever seen outside of the winery or last bottle. Um, so I think you can maybe stumble across a bottle of Elise somewhere, but I don't think you, like, if you went looking for this dry creek, in, I don't know that you would really right. find it without just logging onto their website mm-hmm. and just buying it. Or we'll give we'll give you David's cell phone number at the yeah, end of the show. Exactly. He'll sure be happy to get his, 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 his account, account number and exactly uh, right. email address just, and log in. Just Venmo him. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, it looks, Elise is known for Zen. They do it very well. They yeah. do. Uh, they really do. The cabs are... We love the cabs, too. Yeah. But um, they really do Zen well. Yeah. So as is you mentioned, Elise is known for Zen and Dry Creek and Sonoma. Is Elise's in Napa? Yes, right. Yes, but they got these grapes from Sonoma. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that goes back to your initial question. Yeah. We started talking about Elise. I mean, mm-hmm. they source their grapes from all over the place. Right. Because they'll pull in from, um, you know, I don't I have no idea where Corte Ranch is. It could be in Napa. It could be in. I have no idea. But um, but they they get. I know they have Corte Ranch. They have um, Dry Creek. They have the More Soli. What's the one? The York Creek. Which I have yes. no idea where your creek is, but it's somewhere. Um, so they're pulling, pulling from everywhere. Um, you know, they also make a great blend that I had for the first time from uh, Chris, the uh, Jacob Franklin. Um, actually, it may have been a cab. But they also make um, that was a petite Syrah. Oh, yeah, was it? Oh, yeah, oh, Jacob Franklin makes that. some amazing. Oh, wow. Well, which okay. is a what? What would you call that? A like an offshoot of Elise. I mean, I don't know. Like what their higher brand actually. It's their elevated. Whatever it is, it's damn good. I don't know what you yeah, yeah. classify it. You, you, you broke that open, and that was uh, that was phenomenal. Yeah, lower production, lower, mm-hmm. yeah, um, a little, a little bit higher cost, but yeah, good stuff. Worth it's it. It's a cool winery. It's worth. worth it. It's a worth. It's a good visit if you like um, looking for a family owned, a family owned environment. And if you're visiting Napa, it's a cool place to visit. It's no frills. You stand at the counter talk to the person behind there and they know everything about their wine. Yep. You have a cool conversation, you go on your merry way after. Exactly. So is this wine. a wine that, I mean, I'm sitting here drinking this and I, I could probably drink this entire bottle and be completely content and yeah. not have to eat anything with it. Totally. I, mean, I mean, it's some of those, I feel like some wines you have, it's like, oh, this it's, would be yeah. better if you had yeah. something to eat with it what, or, or a meal, so, you know, your dinner, something along those lines. This is, I think, perfectly fine on its own. Not to say it wouldn't go pair great with some other things, but if you were to pair it with something, it doesn't what do you, what require do you, a pairing. It doesn't, but but think about if you, if you were to pair it with something. I mean, mm-hmm. we mentioned I mentioned steak earlier not being a good yeah. maybe fit for maybe that bone shaker, but here yeah, I think that would be really good. Yeah, totally. Even like good a compliment. cheese plate with this, I think would mm-hmm. be better. Like I wouldn't have any cheese plate with the bone shaker. It right. It wouldn't work well with me no. in my opinion, but this would work. But I think it's maybe the the vanilla that hits this. It's got like a little bit of feel of a cab to it. Now it's not, it's definitely distinct from a cab, but it's got more of that feel than the, the Bone Shaker was pure on Lodi's in. And the vanilla comes in. from the oak, right? Yeah. Because yes. yeah. you can taste that a lot. Totally, yeah. yeah. The, the, the oak, This, de- I mean, my guess is this saw some new French oak, don't know how yeah. much. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Going in for seconds. He's going for seconds. You know it. You, know you convinced it. me. Yeah. No, it is really good. Yeah. So when you went to Elise, you guys went there fairly recently. 
Um, was this one of the wines that you had for a tasting? Um, you I don't know, remember. Do you, yeah, <laughs> it's probably a blur. Well, I, I, there was definitely a Zin in there. Yeah, I don't think it was. Totally. I don't know which one. Don't remember which Zin. I know there was a Merlot. I know there was a Cab. Mm-hmm. I know there was some Jacob Franklin. Was there? Yeah. Jacob Franklin. The Manchu. I've got the Manchu. Manchu. Yeah. yeah and then I had her. She broke out uh, a 2011 Jacob Franklin. Oh, that's right. So I could taste it. The smooth stylings of so David yeah. talked her into uh, <laughs> purchasing a little extra a, few. a little extra love on the poor. They had one case left. And how many did you buy? I bought four. Two cases. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Have you popped them yet? No. Good. Sorry, four. <laughs> four 2011s. Chilling. Good for you. That's awesome. Yeah, no, that is a wine that is yeah unbelievable and i think this is one of the you know places that does it right yeah and i yeah, we're very all, consistent yeah, totally totally yeah. we all always have at least a bottle or two mm-hmm. at least uh kicking around so elise if you're listening yeah we, we love you yes. lots of plugs you know <laughs> fantastic are we have four followers or something like that they all they all are going to rush to their <laughs> to their web portal even uh who was the we had a follower who was wearing like a g-string i know it's like a, like a russian spam bot or something like that it's it was cool. definitely spam. <laughs> it's still cool to have like that sort of follower exactly. we're, we're, yeah, not, we, we're like renegades we do not discriminate we do not amongst our followers yes no exactly right so um, we just want to share our knowledge exactly right. we're givers so good call i'm glad you brought this one yes. do you recall rough price point this is yeah um well two things price point i think it was 36 bucks or something i think we got a little a little bit of a discount from yeah. from david's wine club 38 38 yeah so it's Maybe. under it was under 40 it was more it was between 30 closer to 40 so it's not an inexpensive bottle for zen it's expensive mm-hmm. um zen's usually an expensive bottle zen is 20 is the bone shaker is an expensive bottle zen in my opinion yeah 25 bucks they get more zen's um, getting more they expensive. are well you're getting more low that's true. That's a whole, One of the a whole different say, tangent we can go on. Is it's now like scotch. It's, Everybody loves yes. scotch now, so it's wildly well, expensive. Cab got so freaking expensive. Everyone started buying Zin, and now it dries up the price of Zin. That's how because, it works. Yeah, Same with bourbon. Right. Everybody loves scotch. Now it's too expensive, so they exactly. go to bourbon. Yeah, now no, bourbon's creeping up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But this is just so to compare, though. It's funny. I, I feel like this is softer than the Bone Shaker. More alcohol in here, 15.3. So really? to tell you that, you know, you don't always... It's interesting you mention that because I don't get I don't that heat like, no, like, uh, like I did with the well, bone would you, shaker. You would guess this was less than bone shaker. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, me too, totally. And, and that could have something to do with the year too. Yeah. Uh, 2015. The year is older, mm. yeah. The alcohol yeah, is it, softened it a little six, bit. The alcohol will. Yeah. Interesting. Will burn off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, let's keep the alcohol level going up then. The next yeah. one should be 15.5, and then we should crank <laughs> it up. So like fifteen nine, and then just like you know, blow the windows out. Of <laughs> Some orange sweat bomb. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's right. No one brought prisoner. The original. That's the original thing. That is the prisoner. That would have been funny. It's the modern zen. It was a good zen. All right. Awesome. All right. Well, good good stuff. The next bottle would be the bottle that I brought, right. which I am really interested in trying. Um, this is a bottle of Keating Zinfandel, and this is a Sonoma Zin that I purchased off of, we've mentioned it before a couple of times, Last Bottle Wines, Last which bottle. is a um, web distributor of wines, and this is from um, Moon Mountain mm-hmm. District in Sonoma County. So talk a little bit about, I mean, you guys know the, the geography much better than I do, but when you're thinking about, you got Napa Valley, kind of runs mm-hmm. south to north, right? Sonoma County is basically, or Sonoma is basically parallel to that for the most part, right? It hugs it up the side on the The west side. My my Camus Mountain side or the Vaca Mountain side? I would get, I got wrong the entire time. I'm just happy I got the names right. I think it's My Camus. I think it's My Camus. Okay, so it kind of rolls up around Calistoga up if you're, I guess, to the left, towards the water. Towards the Pacific. There you go. El Pacifico. See. Um, see. But eight, so Moon Mountain, though, it's a recent AVA in Sonoma. I think it was just um, made an AVA in 2013, 2014. So um, I don't know much about the Moon Mountain AVA other than it is a, a mountain AVA, and I know I like mountain wines. And 
I haven't tasted this yet in London. Yeah, so while you guys are tasting it, I'll, I'll read some stats. Um, this is a 2014, like I mentioned, I got it off, off a last mm -hmm. model. And, I, you know, I haven't, you know, admittedly, when I go into the, our local wine shops, I don't really look probably like I should for the for the wines that I, I purchase online. Mm -hmm. um, this probably, I don't know, this might be readily available locally. I've never really yeah, seen it. I haven't, seen again, it. I haven't been looking for it, yeah. but I haven't seen it. But I do know that um, either they're big, big fans of Last Bottle or Last Bottle is big fans of theirs, whichever the case may be, because um, we've purchased a lot of wines, uh, a lot of Keating wines off of Last Bottle, and they've all, they've all been really good, so I'm excited to try this. Um, so 2014, it is 14.7% oh, alcohol, good. so it's still not it's over the 15, but, but still pretty up there. Um, I won't read the description online, how they describe it, because I'd be curious to hear some of your descriptions yeah. and words to describe the wine now that you've yeah. tasted it. Well, it's not surprising, though, that's less alcohol, because we were talking about the cooler climate, so you go, you know... So how does that affect it? Uh, cooler climate, the grapes um, just ripen differently, so the sugar is formed differently, and and it doesn't create the, the higher content of alcohol, and also just changes the flavor profile. So typically, this, this might be my guess, and I haven't tasted yet, I'm just been mired the hefty four actually. We got another one to go after I'll, this. I'm fine. You will push through. Yeah, I'll push through. I'll power through. But my, my yeah. guess is this is more more red fruit-ish than um, the others, which are darker darker fruit um, off of them. And that's kind of what I'm getting a little bit off the nose, more, more of the red fruit. Um, and I'm assuming it's just going to be softer well, i mean it's 2014 2014s are usually a little more approachable than the 13 which we just had in the least and the 15 in the in the bone shaker but i could also be completely wrong when i test it what do you smell when you where do you get there just a big nose full of fruit um that's what i get too yeah fruit. tons of fruit and i get it's really good i like it a lot it's super soft yeah I think can, can, a bit of earthiness in the, the nose. I get it too. Absolutely. I get that smell too. Um, do you, I feel, I don't know if this is one that qualifies for this, but sometimes I'll smell a wine and then I'll taste it and I'm like, that tastes a lot better than it smells. I, so that's how I feel about this wine. The smell is like. Yeah, we've had that with some, with some French wines. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. French, some Pinots it, too. It, sometimes you'll take a whiff of Pinot. The Pinots, yeah, they like, get whoa, the earthiness. This is mm. super earthy and then you're like, this is delicious. But. Yeah. And there may be a bit of, of sulfur coming out of that. It's been in the canner, I know, from for about 45, 50 minutes. So mm. that be interesting. I didn't notice it like... Actually, it's been in the decanter for an hour and 20 minutes. An hour and 20 minutes. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> so definitely so got some be, time maybe, to, to open up. And yeah, maybe that sulfur is just kind of, you know, airing out. Mm -hmm. and so, But it is really delicious. And it is interesting because... It, it is much softer, it is more red fruit, it is, if I were doing a blind tasting, I don't know that I would say Zin right off the bat, this would be one that I would puzzle over to figure out what it is, other than being delicious, yeah. but whereas, you know, uh, whereas the Elise, I'd probably get the uh, the Bone Shaker absolutely is like, bam, Zin. Right. This is like... It's almost like a Pinot a little bit to me. A little earthy. In a, way, in a way, I agree. In yeah. a way, it is. I would totally get this wrong in a blind tasting, a hundred percent. The only one I think I would have a chance to get right would be the bone shaker, because I think that that's the most zinny yes. of the zins that we've had yeah, so, so far. Yeah. For the record, we are we are god awful oh, at yeah. blind tastings. Yeah, we we like to tease ourselves every now and again to see how we do, and the results are laughable. We'll do it's a blind tasting everyone. episode though. We have that one. That absolutely, absolutely. They're, They're fun. Like, it is a lot of fun. <laughs> it is if lot you've lot never done that, it's it's worth it to give it. a give it a try it's almost like uh well for me like playing golf is very humbling it's like you know kind of looks easy the wine is red and the wine is red exactly. yeah. so david what are you getting when you taste this I'm, I'm definitely getting some red a little more red fruit than than dark uh from those a little you say earthy brambly earthy I, i'm getting that too a little more than nose. Yes. No, no smoke. Mm -hmm. I still the, get spice though on. It. I get spice. I get so that's, that's the only yeah. thing that's screaming. I get more True. spice on this than the Elise, right? The Elise, I didn't get much spice I at agree. all, but on here I'm getting, you know, when I, when I swallow it, like it, 
I'd much more of a flavor mm, yeah, yeah. profile to this where the elise was very smooth but would it be like a peppery spice or almost more i'm, I'm getting i definitely get some pie, some pepper yeah i get pepper not not like um you know like the pie spices yeah you're saying. i'm not getting pie spices yeah. out of this it's definitely more of the pepper um but i totally still get it wrong i think it falls between the between the two we've had, yeah. totally, you're right. It's, it's a great and, and wine, it's a, and that's a fourteen. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's a oh, yeah. 18, actually, 14, that's really 15. true. We couldn't have, we didn't really like the only thing we plotted for this was everyone brings something from a different place. Yeah, we didn't. I mean, this actually kind of just worked out really well, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fell into place. Yeah, totally. Like like we planned it. Wow. Yeah. So some of the words you use to describe this wine are are big boned, juicy, herbal mixture of t- pipe tobacco and mm-hmm. rustic brawny blackberry and sage. Oh. So, well, um, blackberry too. So we, we I think we, we called it. Yeah, I mean it's definitely. I, I like the rustic description because it's not refined, which I like. Right, I'm I'm more along the lines of the the big and bold. So this is definitely not. We mentioned the predator earlier, which is if that is the upper scale of Zinfandel <laughs> smack you in the mouth. Yeah, yeah totally. Mike no, Tyson is, right hook to, this to, is to just the a chin. Lot of fruit. This is. is this is definitely not not way up there. This is. Um, Yours, Predator is Mike Tyson against Spinks. This is like Tyson against, you know, like the third Holyfield fight. There you go. <laughs> you know, he just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's I don't know what that means. Is that means. Even so. got the one that got bit in the ear. <laughs> yeah, Holyfield three times. I, mean, I <laughs> don't think it'll yeah. be like the, uh, the grandpa. <laughs> we'll fact check checking or we'll be checking on that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all going to be wrong. Every time Tyson did fight Spinks, though. I do know that. Yes. I actually watched that. But no, this this is good. This is one that really I, 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 I could drink really good, solo. Yeah. I could definitely pair with some food. Yeah. Um, I would yeah. definitely order this again. I mean, knowing my purchase history, I don't know exactly what I paid for this. But, I was about to ask. Um, <laughs> you know, knowing the fact that uh, I'm I'm more of the value buyer probably of the group than anybody, so I probably paid in the twenty five. It was probably under thirty bucks is what I paid yeah. for this. So it's probably in the twenty five to thirty dollar range is what I paid for this. But but that would be on last bottle though. Last Correct. Bottle deeply discounts there, right? I mean, Absolutely. so at least it would at least be 30% off of retail if you got probably. it for 25. Yeah. So yeah. it's probably pushing about um, about 40 bucks if that's mm-hmm. what you pay for it. Um, and you're you're going to you're going to be visiting Keating. Yeah. Right? Yeah, in November when we yes. go out, we're making our first stop. The there first one we we visit is is going to be Keating cuz it's down on the southern end of Sonoma. So essentially okay. we're going to I don't want to say in, Yeah, basically. Yeah. Like a better description exactly. Yeah. So We'll That's be there exciting. soon, yeah. Yeah, they've got a good lineup of wines. I've mm-hmm. had their, um, I think the only other Keating I've had, well, that's not true, because I'm I, sure I've I, I brought a couple throw, out, yeah, some cabs. I don't know about a Merlot, but definitely definitely a couple cabs. I've had, had, had a Keating cab, mm-hmm. yeah. the, the, uh, one of yours. I've had a Zen. Have you? I don't know if it was a Moon mm-hmm. Mountain, though. I don't think it was. I, I'd be interested to read what the terroir of Moon Mountain, Moon Mountain is. Yeah, because that would be interesting. Because of the... That would the, be the earth on the the earth mm-hmm. on this is a little more than yeah that's a good point and I'd be curious to see what the elevation of it is too is it kind of the similar elevation that you get when you get up into Napa like at Spring Mountain or Howell or whatever is it maybe a little bit lower I don't know um, very good though it is good yes yeah definitely good work I think we we definitely found a good one. We all have wine in our glasses, so it sounds like a little intermission to uh, talk about a tangent. We can can definitely talk about a tangent. Talk about college football, which uh, just uh, opened up. We can, absolutely. I think all our teams... No, I'm sorry. No, not all of our teams. God, most of our teams. Did Florida our State team, decide? Our teams were involved in well, dominant performances. On. Let's figure all out. All our teams were involved in dominant <laughs> performances. That is true. Well, let's see. Who did Florida play? Uh, some high school. Yeah, so that's that's fine. We'll play our high school team this week, and I'm sure we'll. Maybe, You'll win fifty six to three. Maybe we'll score a touchdown. Hopefully, we last week. What high school team did you play? Austin P. Yeah, oh, the Governors. That's right. The Governors. Do you have to say it like that? The governors. The governors. When you're when you're in the South, you gotta say the governors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Austin P is in though. Clarksville, Tennessee. Is that what they're where they're oh, located? It's definitely Tennessee. Yeah, I think that's where they're at. And he was the governor of Tennessee, Austin. Didn't we look this up? Austin P was he was a senator for sure, but was he actually? I hope so because that's he, an awesome name. It well, would be horrible. <laughs> it would be stupid if he wasn't the governor. Why would you be the Austin P governors? Why won't you be Austin P senators? Valid point. Valid. He had to have been a governor. Yes. Uh, governor. 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 Governor
Governor. Governor. You can't say senator. Senator? I guess you can. You can, can. You can absolutely. Doesn't sound, say whatever you want. Doesn't sound you can say whatever you want. If you can say Rollbulls, then you can say senator. It's the same thing. Yeah. Sounds worse when you say it. Yeah. <laughs> really, yeah. It really does. <laughs> it really does. You're really butchering it. <laughs> wow. Working on this, we just poured the fourth. The fourth wine, wine is, is uh, and this is Keith's. What tell us this a little bit about, about what you brought? A 2013 Cortello Zin. Oh, uh, right. We love Cortello. It is the identified the, the winery is in Yonville. Uh, it's, uh, supposedly grown in Calistoga, top end of the valley. Uh, 288 cases total for this year's production, and unfortunately, trying to do some research on Cortello. I, I'm not seeing a whole lot, and if anyone's out there that can uh, verify the, the continued existence of Cortello, I'd love to hear. Uh, absolutely love the the wine. Um, Are they based in Napa? They Yes, Yonville okay. is where the winery is identified. Um, mm-hmm. Not much of a web presence. This is another last bottle, I believe, uh, purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I bought Cortello myself on last bottle. I'm not entirely sure that I've also... Thanks to uh, uh, Chris being gracious, I, I got a bottle of this for my birthday last year, which I believe is this very bottle. I don't know what I was thinking. Give me I know. Okay. Sorry. Appreciate it. <laughs> I, I think because I actually missed my own birthday party last year because I was ill. So that that's right. Pity. Yeah. Yes. I put, I like, put the bottle of wine in your seat. That's right. Yeah, yeah, we did something yes. in your empty seat as we enjoyed a yeah. Yeah. I called you for the restaurant. Oh, yeah. I was, and I was absolutely miserable. Your wife came. Yes. Yes. Everyone came but you. I remember that. We had a good dinner. I don't recommend that at all. <laughs> I had the short ribs. Really <laughs> Wait, great bottles of wine. Yeah. But you kept this one. I'm glad you kept this one. Yes. We did have good wine at night, though. We yeah. got the, uh, what was it, the Baby Blue? The baby Blue. The baby Blue. We got the um, a Mondavi bottle, a nicer Mondavi bottle. Mm-hmm. I think the ladies, a couple of ladies had some white. It was a good time, Keith. Thanks for having a birthday. You made up for it. happens every year. Yes. This year, I was healthy. This year, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to enjoy the wine and the food with. And His I, 35th birthday. Exactly. Congratulations, yeah. Keith. Thank you. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. To being 35. Again, so first impressions so, of this wine. So on the nose, a um, lot of fruit, a lot of fruit, a bit of perfume to me. Yeah, getting something unique on the nose, I can't place it. It's a little plummier. Yes. Maybe that's it. I can't place what I'm getting. It, it doesn't. Ha- it doesn't have the. At least, Definitely to me, fruit. the no- the nose that the last two had. More of a. There's no smoke. No, I like I like the perfume. Way more tart. Getting more. Now Cortello can also fall under the original Zen in the neighborhood because along That's with true. the Elise, you yeah. you had the you you broke these out because you bought six of these from uh, four or six of them. Yeah. Bottle. yeah mm-hmm. They were twenty bucks. So. Right. Um, Definitely and a nice performer. Yeah, you poured. Yeah. I remember you breaking this out, and and it was fantastic. I think it was a 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is a 13, right? Yes. These are 13. Yeah. yeah. And if you're a uh, purchaser of wine based on the label, <laughs> this is one you would buy. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. label it's is cool label. super cool. Yeah, it is. I don't know what artist they had. Yeah. To I do agree. that, but it, it is a really cool out. label. Yeah. But cool label for. An amazing wine. Yes. Did you say how many cases? 288. Yeah. What was that? Is it 12 bottles per case? Yes. So. Do the math, man. What do we got? About 3,000 bottles? Yeah. Thereabouts, yeah. Right in there. Boom. My abacus works again. Florida State. Florida State. Florida State math department. (laughs) Woohoo. Only to count twice. Hey, look, you see my shirt? I. Says, I put the lit in literature. And that's uh, Chaucer, William <laughs> Shakespeare. Chaucer. <laughs> Looks like Keats to me. I don't know. <laughs> Chaucer. Pshaw. Like I'd be caught dead in a Chaucer shirt. All right, back to this wine. <laughs> I think it smells amazing, tastes amazing, just as good. Yeah. I feel like it's been forever since we had one of these. This is yeah, really, really good. good. I actually, just thinking about that. Yeah, it's been. This is awesome. Cortello. Um, 
I will go on a fact-finding mission when we are in Napa uh, in November and please. go knock on their door and say, what's up? We've got yeah, I'd, I'll be sending four, an email to four dorky dudes in, in Georgia who would love your wine. Can we buy it? I don't know if they have a door anymore. Yeah, they might. <laughs> they might not. Just, yeah, a lot of these wineries end up going out, and then, and then if you said you got this off Last Bottle. Maybe there's barrels. We up, could like, steal yeah, the barrels. Ends up getting the remainder stuff. They do, they do that. Um, and yeah, well, so you, the winery is in Yonville, or the the grapes are from Calistoga. The grapes are from Calistoga. Okay, so, uh, the wineries uh, identified as Yonville. Yonville. Okay. So who knows? Um, Yonville's in, in kind of the middle of Napa, and then Calistoga, like Keith said, is. is and so, for top. any of our listeners thinking about going into the winemaking business, understand that just producing a fantastic wine, unfortunately, is not a guarantee of success. So what's the line that we that the, we how to make a small fortune in uh, the winemaking yeah, business? Exactly. Start with a large fortune. There you go. So, words live by. So this, I think, when we harken back to the earlier discussion about what do you think about when you think of Zinfandel, what it's going to taste like, this to me is what it's supposed to taste like. Definitely. It's fruity. It's yeah. got a little pepper. It's got a, got a little bit of everything. I mean, there, there's lots of flavors yeah. going on here to me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a little more tart to me than the others. Um, I do, I get less vanilla than the Elise, more vanilla than the others. Um, but the common theme for me, they all had some degree of pepper, which is yeah. the common characteristic of Zin, um, to varying degrees. I would but say I, this is on the upper end of the pepper. Yeah, I would say this is more like the bone shaker yeah. in, in the pepper, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the Keating and Elise were on yeah. the lower end, but they all still had, had it. Right. Um, no, they, they were, these were four fantastic wines, um, that, yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Good Winners point. across the board. You get the oak on this for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is, is not, to me, it's not overdone. Uh, no, not at all. I, I think uh, this is a very, this, this mm-hmm. is a really good, yeah. this is a really good $20 bottle. $20 yeah, yeah. Do you know what the alcohol is on this? This is a 15. Just flat so, out on 15? Flat out on numbers. 15. Okay, yep. so, so that's, that's interesting now that the Elise ended up being the highest volume alcohol mm-hmm. but I feel like none of us would have guessed that no I would, the bone shaker is the one that bone shaker really, is the one you yeah, taste kind of yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree this would be next for me though on that level and I guess it it, it, it actually this is it should be yeah um, well this and the bone shaker are both 15s now right. this is thir- you said this is 13 this is a 2013 but it's oh, 50% alcohol oh, uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Alcohol but another solid but it's a delicious <laughs> added apple wine Totally. Yeah, so we have to find if these guys are still in existence. Cortello, Cortello, are you Cortello out there? Wine. Yeah, we contact us track on Twitter. Yeah. Right at slightly toasty three. So not toasted. Get rid of the D. Add the three. We're on Twitter. I thought it was a four. Oh shit! You're right. <laughs> it's a four. Ignore that. Ignore that. Edit. Wait, edit, edit that. Okay. Yeah. Edit, edit, fact edit check. Quick fact check. Quick fact check. <laughs> you'll, you'll never hear that. It'll be fine. <laughs> At slightly toasted, remove the D, add a four on Twitter. Be a follower. Was there already already a slightly toasted out there? Yeah, so that it, was just, it, gave, it gave me the, the four, and I thought that was fitting, because yeah. it's four of us, so fine. Good call. So it wasn't like the end of the world, but mm-hmm. it would have been so nicer. Just at slightly toasted would have been better. Right. I, I didn't look to see what the other slightly toasted did. It was a restaurant in Chicago. Oh, that's who had the original one? When I was, that's definitely a slightly tip. When I was doing the podcast, there's, def- there's restaurants and things like that. Oh, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. So we're just feeding them. Well, the biggest one I saw. Probably, the biggest, yeah. The biggest one I saw was the the, the restaurant that had kind of a, um, almost like a bourbon bar type mm. of vibe. So episode 99 yeah, in, Chicago, in Chicago, at Slightly at Toasted. Slightly Toasted, at Slightly Toasted. toasted. Yes. I like this. This time is personal. We go there, we get our name back, exactly. <laughs> we trade them for the Twitter handle. Right, yes. it so, is on. Right. For our episode, the web all we want is our Twitter handle back. If it gets physical, we will lose. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, you right. know, they're making bourbon, <laughs> so we'll have to hire a lawyer. <laughs> that might not be a problem. That's right. We can figure it out. Awesome. Well, gentlemen, I think this was another successful episode of Slightly Toasted. Agreed. I think we've enjoyed it immensely. Hopefully our listener has enjoyed our it. Our listener. And we'll so that we can go to plural. You want yeah. to give our listener uh, a preview of our next 
our next episode? Yeah, I think our, our next episode we've decided we're going to be doing a tour of Italy. So That's Italian right. wines is Italian really where we're going to focus on, which I'm excited about because when I think of Italian wines, I think of Sangiovese and Chianti and things like that and, and basically yeah, dr- dry wines, right? But there's so much more yeah. to Italy than just your, your typical table wines yeah. and wines that pair well with lasagna so there's a lot more to, that goes into it so i think i'm i'm really excited about it to taste a, a variety we will need a meat and cheese plate Absolutely. we're gonna put we'll that in i was just about to say for keith we know we need all right we're putting in a request here i'm just kidding but well, no but so fine. one we'll thing help. i will say is we'll a good segue though to the next episode and i'll be very brief is in italy the um zinfandel so there was a dispute over where zinfandel first came from and so in italy zinfandel is primavito Primitivo. No, Primitivo. And it's from the boot. It's grown in the boot, the heel. Mm-hmm. If you look at the Italy as a boot, right? The heel of Italy is where it works. Is that Sicily? Um, so no. Sicily is kind of what the boot's Sicily's kicking. A, yeah. Right? Gotcha. So it's the heel of the boot um, is where the Primavito. Primitivo. Damn it. Is grown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it's a good segue because we're going from Zin to Italy. I don't know. To me, it seemed like a good segue, but maybe it'll be stupid tomorrow. I don't know. No, um, I think it's brilliant. But, uh, we want you primitivo though. Yeah, yeah. maybe we'll bring. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll, we'll try and find one and bring one to have a little, you know, well, you continuity can, to the. Uh, is it living up to the? Uh, I've got a solid Barolo. We've all got great Italian yeah. wines that we'll bring, so we'll we'll knock it out. It'll be amazing. Viva Italia! Viva, so, Viva Italia! Stay tuned for episode number two. So three for episode three. number three. Don't exactly. change. See, I know. Don't See how many it. people make it to episode oh. three. Oh, man, we got to get the, the I feel our, like our data and analytics people on this ASAP. The, the, Zen, the Zen episode, like Iron Man 2 to you, it just doesn't exist. It really doesn't. No. no. It's all blur. Yeah. Which episode one is, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, so for episode two, Slightly Toted, this is Chris. Mike. Keith. And David. And we had an awesome time. We hope you did, too. We'll talk yeah, to you soon. Stay toasted. Cheers. Cheers.